Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen Carraher, his son. Yes. Well, Stephen, very good to talk to you today. And actually, now that you're you're back, you were just off on a on a, a quick trip uh, in January. You guys, you guys, meaning a, a group of you with the seminary, uh, went to um, the, the March for Life. And I know you've done this uh, in years past. This is uh, the first uh, pro post uh, Dobbs one, and I was just. I think it's great that you guys go there and just. Tell me how how was what was the trip like? I mean, I imagine even the you you rode a bus, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, we didn't ride a bus. We uh, we actually drove in uh, like a caravan of cars. We got a couple of cars from the seminary. So there was only um, it's only just a small group of us. It was just my classmates. So there's about okay. I'd say about like twelve, thirteen of us that went down together to D.C. for the march. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I had I mean I've had the opportunity to go uh, earlier in my seminary experience. Uh, my very first year of seminary, I got to uh, go on the march for life. Uh, but this was, so this has been my, this is, this was my second time. And, and like you referenced, you know, this is a first time post overturning of Roe v. Wade. So, um, that was just, it was a different dynamic. It was definitely a different dynamic, but it's still, uh, I I think it was a good experience for us to go there. Um, and you know, in our capacity as seminarians, you know, as men who are preparing for the priesthood, uh, to be present for, you know, what is, you know, such an important political issue, uh, that's, um, you know, of huge concern to our faith and huge concern yes. to our country. So it was just good to, you know, gather with, um, you know, most, most of us there at the March for Life are Catholics, but there's plenty of other, mm-hmm. um, you know, religious groups as well. We ran into a couple of, uh, Orthodox, ran into some Lutherans, ran into mm-hmm. some other people, other folks who are, you know, willing to, you know, help fight the fight with us. But, but yeah, no, it's just good to be there and just, you know, as seminarians, as men who are preparing to lay down our lives for the priesthood, yeah. to be there and, you know, encourage those people who are there, you know, to continue this good fight and to yeah. remind ourselves as well that we need to be continue fighting and, yes. you know, for, you know, for this as well, you know, through, through, through prayer, you know, first yeah. of all, primarily, and then, you know, through action. So, right. uh, yeah, no, it was a real blessing to be there. Yeah, it has to be heartening, too, to be with, to know you're not alone, you know what I mean, to share with other fellow faithful. I imagine that's probably a, a big a big plus out of that. That definitely is a big plus. It's it, it's a huge gathering of Catholics. It's, um, I, I forget, I don't know, I haven't heard any numbers about yeah. how many people were actually on the march, but it, easily it was in the tens of thousands. Wow. Uh, it felt like, you know, <laughs> we were, I don't know exactly where we were in the, in the whole scheme of the march, but it definitely felt like we were stopping for a long time at points, um, <laughs> while we were marching. It felt more of like a, more of like a slow crawl, you know, across the Capitol. So, um, uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely, there's definitely a lot of people there, a lot of Catholics there. So it's good to see like, you know, there, there's truth and, you know, strength in numbers and it's, yeah. it's, it's beautiful to see that. You know, and especially how many young people came from, you know, different high schools, you know, different colleges and coming out to support, you know, this march, which is super important and just super encouraging for for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. That has to be heartening. That has to be heartening to see. And, you know, off on a a little bit of a side, you know, what you were saying is, you know, coming together publicly. um, And that got me thinking about just the priest in the public sphere. Yeah, and I because I know 
<clears throat> the first time you went and even this time too, you even though you're not uh, ordained yet, you'd still go in your, your clerics, correct? That's right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so here you are that you don't get much more public about the faith than that, than wearing your clerics. Uh, uh, yeah. Hard out. pressed to, hard pressed to find a, <laughs> and so that actually got me thinking. So what is that been like for you? And, and let's start there. I got, I have other questions as well. But yeah, sure. What do you do? You notice <clears throat> that when you put your clerics on, uh, should should I your clerics meaning the collar, uh, the black shirt? Yeah, some, so yeah, and yeah some, black and shirt I, and collar. Yeah, yeah and I mm-hmm. believe in the march. You even went as far as with the cassock as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think I think for the march we yeah for the march we just did like just the clerical shirt and, oh, just and clerical shirt. you know some yeah so um, okay so I'm talking about the I'm talking mainly about the collar and so it's obvious this is a Catholic priest and yeah so uh, tell me what's been your experience when it's on and when it's off and and, and what have you seen so far. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's an interesting experience. The very first time that I actually wore clerics in public was to the March for Life, my first year of seminary. So that was just kind of like, you know, I'll be honest, it was kind of like a really like intimidating experience, you know, because, you know, all my life, you know, I've associated clerics with the priesthood, right? So the only people that I've seen wearing clerics are priests. So, you know, (laughs) there's there's kind of like a, like an identity shift that kind of happens. It's like, oh my gosh, like, (laughs) what am I doing wearing these? This doesn't feel right. So there's definitely a lot of like, you know, at the very beginning, there's a lot of kind of like, I don't know if insecurity is the right word, but definitely no, no, uncomfortability is not the right it, word. Know? It's almost like you're taking, it's like it's stolen honor at this point in the sense because you haven't been ordained, or at least that's what I caught from you the first time you said that you work. Or, or my, was that a little too harsh of me to say that? But yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of just like, yeah, maybe like a sense of stolen honor, maybe a sense of like unworthiness or like yeah. a, a sense of like, I'm like, I'm not there yet. Like, I feel right. like, um, you know, there's a certain sense of like, wow, this is stuff that priests wear and I'm not a priest yet. So yeah. this is kind of <laughs> a yeah. little intimidating. Um, but I'll tell you what kind of wearing clerics I've noticed, uh, especially on that first trip. Uh, just how open people were to talking to us. Mm. It was really surprising. So uh, on that first trip, uh, we actually, we took a plane down to uh, Washington, D.C. And on the plane trip back, we were still wearing the clerics, and I sat next to a guy who was not a part of our group. And... um, and he kind of just like started his, like strum up. He started a conversation with me because I was wearing clerics. He's like, "Oh, you know, are are you a priest?" And I said, and "It was an opportunity for me to say like, oh no, well, I'm a seminarian. I'm studying to become a priest.'" And and uh, yeah, he kind of told me that more or less kind of opened up about his life story about how he was, you know, a, 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 a trucker who. Yeah. Um, was kind of really having some some difficulties, and I was just kind of there for him, listening to wow. him, and you know, and it was just beautiful, just kind of reflecting on that, you know, after I got back to seminary after that, like thinking, like, wow, I wouldn't have been able to have that conversation with this man, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to encounter him, you know, if I wasn't wearing this, if I wasn't kind of like that sign of Jesus's presence among his people, um, and I th- I think from the, I mean from that point, you know. After um, so so my first two years of seminary, when I was a pre theologian over yeah. at Mundelein, uh, our daily school dress was like a shirt and a tie. Yeah. So we we weren't wearing clerics during during class. It was it was a very odd occasion if we were wearing clerics. Uh, but after candid, my candidacy mass, mm-hmm. uh, which was as the summer of twenty twenty, it was twenty twenty. Um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty. It was the end uh, of the, I trained, it was like August, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like August. Yeah, August of twenty twenty. 
when I was transitioning from studying philosophy to studying theology, so um, ending my first two-year period of seminary and then beginning my my, my final four-year period, um, that's when you start wearing clerics a lot more frequently. So, um, so like now, like these past these well these final four years of seminary, um, the like our normal school dresses to like wear clerics. So we wear clerics to class. We wear clerics to you know public events that we have to do uh, for the seminary, uh, and like we wear clerics when we go out and do um, missionary things. Like for example, uh, a year ago when we were doing our door to door evangelization, uh, me and uh, my diocesan brother Zach Glick, we were both wearing clerics as we were going door to door and kind of checking up on people, seeing how they were doing post COVID and, and that oh, just kind know, of led to, I didn't to, know you were wearing your clerics over the summer. when. You, yeah. Yeah. You so we were, were that. Well, that was okay. actually, that was, that was during the uh, fall. That was during the fall, um, of, of last year. Okay. So, and that kind of, you know, it's, it's something when you, <laughs> you know, and we were just knocking on a door. So <laughs> it, it was definitely something for the people to, you know, who are coming to answer the door, you know, they see two people who look like priests at the door, you know, it's like, Oh gosh, who died? But, um, <laughs> but it, it was kind of interesting because it gave like, you know, it gave, um, you know, a little bit more of like uh, an entry to, to conversation, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of showed, you know, showed them that like, you know, we're not there for anything else, but to, you know, give you Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it kind of gave like a, a very, you know, directed focus to what our conversation was. Um, and it was just, I, I find it, I found it to be a really beautiful experience. I found it to, I mean, it's in my mind, like wearing clerics has been like a real evangelical tool for that reason, because, you know, walking around, you know, and there, you get a variety of different, um, just kind of reactions to it. You know, some people just, you know, pretend like they don't notice it, or maybe they'll just kind of like look and then look away. And, uh, but a lot of people, you know, are, are curious and, you know, they're more willing to come up and, and talk to you. And, uh, especially when you're in a group of people, you know, um, a group of guys who are, uh, you know, wearing clerics together, you know, it's cause it's kind of a, you know, kind of a strange occurrence to see a, a whole bunch of, you know, mm-hmm. people who look like priests hanging out together. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely opened up a lot of doors for, for conversations, opened a lot of, a lot, uh, you know, a lot of doors to, you know, kind of bring Christ's love into different situations that wouldn't have been possible if, you know, we weren't wearing those clerics. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just been my experience of it in these past, uh, yeah, these past, well, yeah, almost like four and a half, five years now. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you, um, I don't mean to be, um, uh, what's the uh, what's the word of somebody who has pessimist? Don't mean to be a pessimist, but uh, I'm I'm actually heartened uh, by the positive that you see because uh, I was afraid that you'd be getting a lot of, especially in this culture, a lot of negative response. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's 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 heartening to hear that the the po- the, the the positive definitely outweighs the negative. Uh, and and it's it, it, what it also tells me is it, we're we're a culture we're a society that that, that hungers for you in that sense mm-hmm. and 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 hungers in the sense that it doesn't understand because you, you said one thing you get a lot of people who are curious we're in a culture that just doesn't understand why why is this man doing and what what exactly. I know he's doing something powerful, but I don't know what. And, and I, I think that's a, just a strong. Uh, it's it's very heartening to hear that people, uh, even though they aren't using these words that I'm saying now, they're feeling it. And yeah, and, no, and exactly, yeah, 
Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of beautiful too because it it kind of goes to um, you know just the fact that just just even looking at evangelization or even how Jesus did his ministry as a model of our evangelization and you know what did Jesus do you know he worked mighty deeds you know he uh-huh. did mighty signs and wonders uh, but he also talked about it he he taught and he preached and he gave you know words to uh, you know words to you know powerful words that were verified by his you know, signs and his, and his wonders and signs and wonders that were explained by his words and, um, and you know, what he, what he said and what he preached and what he taught. So in a way, like wearing clerics is like that sign of like, you know, here I am, I'm giving my life to something, but then like it gives an opportunity, you know, if people want to, you know, engage that, you know, they could come up and they can talk to us and then we can like share with words to kind of express, you know, what, what grace we've received from the Lord, you know, um, you know, the conversion that's happened in my life. I'm able to talk about that, you know, the yeah, experience of, people, will people ask you about that specifically? Like tell they, cause I know most people, their, their topic number one is themselves, but do you get people curious about you? Yeah, I think, well, I think just kind of a, <laughs> at least my experience with people coming up to me is very often they, you know, they have something that's on their heart and they want to, yeah. you know, talk about it. And that's fine. That's um, good. Yeah. Oh, and it's wonderful. And it's, 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 it's beautiful, but you know, very often it's kind of, you know, what they're talking about is, is often a, you know, it's a doorway for conversation and, and very often the conversation can lead to a place where it's like, Hey, I want to share, you know, what, you know, the goodness that I have found, uh-huh. you know, and uh-huh. like the reason why I'm, I'm giving up my life for, uh-huh. for Christ and, you know, why I'm, I'm, you know, why I want to become a priest, you know, why I want to just go all in, uh-huh. uh, for Jesus. Uh, so it, it's definitely a, has been a doorway for, you know, those fruitful conversations and it's kind of going into, you know, training us as future priests to have those conversations, to be, you know, encouraging fathers in the future. Um, cause I definitely think that's what, what the church needs of the church needs a, an awful lot from her priests, but they definitely, she definitely needs priests to be encouraging fathers. Um, especially in, you know, I think this is a, very often it can be seen as a season of discouragement for, uh, for Catholics, especially seeing, you know, numbers of people attending mass dwindling, uh-huh. uh, especially post COVID, you know, yeah. there's, you know, very often it's, you know, you go from parish to parish and, um, we are actually <laughs> funny little story. We were, um, yeah. Uh, even just just this morning, the whole seminary went to a um, an uh, an Eastern Rite Catholic Ooh. Church uh, for um, I think they call I think they call it Mass. It was a, a Maronite church. Yeah, I think it's um, still we, a mass. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Wild. I think it's called a mass. Uh, yeah. They might have a different word for yeah. what they call their Eucharistic celebration, yeah. but um, it's actually it's extraordinarily close to our, you know, the Catholic, the the yeah. um, the Roman Catholic rite. Uh-huh. Um, so the whole seminary went there. So like all the theologians, including myself, was dressed were dressed in clerics, uh-huh. um, and I had an opportunity. They had like a little reception for us after you know the liturgy, and I sat down at a table with a few people and just kind of talking to them, and and uh, they you know they said to us like, wow, it's just so encouraging. Like, it's so great that you guys are here because it's just so encouraging for us to see so many young men who are, you know, really, you know, seriously considering becoming priests. And that kind of just, just kind of nails down just how powerful it is to even just like, you know, wear clerics, like for us young guys who are in seminary, who are, you know, theologians preparing to be priests. Um, you know, it's, there is, there's something really encouraging for the people of God. And I know it's encouraging for me too, to just see so many of my, you know, brothers that are out there just willing to, you know, willing to, you know, witness publicly to their faith, witness publicly to their desire to, you know, give themselves totally for Christ. 
Uh, so yeah, no, there's a huge element of in- encouragement that comes along with, um, yeah, just kind of wearing clerics and, and, and just kind of being that public presence. Yeah. Um, one, uh, little piece of, uh, I don't, I don't know if this is trivia or whatever, but, um, within, in school, you, the, st- the students, the seminarians, you do on a daily basis when you go to class. I think you may have already covered that. You guys, you are all wearing, you're wearing your clerics when you're in. in the yeah. School. Yeah. So if you're, if you're a theologian, which means that you're in your last four years of, of seminary studies, um, that's when you're, you're wearing clerics to class. Okay. So, you know, pretty much just, you know, wake up, put on clerics, go down, pray a holy hour, go yeah. to mass and the, you know, and the clerics, you know, eat, eat all the meals in clerics, okay. you know, go to, go to, you know, go to the different classes in clerics and everything. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of cleric wearing going on in the seminary. And so the, that kind of leads to another, I know this is trivial in the sort of scheme of things, but what are there, or are there rules on, Especially on, because I know that's for inside school, but in the, in the public realm, not just even now at school, but once you're ordained, are, are there guidelines or rules for when you uh, when you wear your clerics and when you don't, and that sort of thing? Or, or yeah, just, I'm trying to think curious. if there's any specific guidelines for for priests for wearing clerics. I mean, just kind of like at least my general sense is it's 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 really good to wear clerics. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the general sense that I've I've kind of received from my time in seminary, based on you know what our discussion was today. You know how encouraging it is, how it opens up the door for conversations, how um, you know it gives it, it lets people know that there's you know there's priests around. Um, so I think it's it's just really valuable for priests to wear clerics. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that like <laughs> I'm not like poo-pooing any any priests that you know don't wear clerics often. I, I know yeah. plenty of great priests who you know for whatever reason you know don't wear clerics that much. Right. Um, so I'm not I'm not trying to you know throw them in, under the bus no, or anything. No, no, no. They, it's, you know, it's but but I I just have I mean just I'm just speaking for me personally that you know I've really seen the power of clerics and I've really seen yeah. just kind of like especially the hunger of young people to see like that that sign of the priesthood that sign of you know young men who are willing to give themselves up for this vocation um you know out of love for for God charity for neighbor um, there's, there's something really beautiful and, and worthy and significant about the sign value of like wearing yeah. that in public. You know, it's kind of, it's almost like it, I'd almost equivalent. It's almost, it's really close to analogous to like a, a, a married man wearing his wedding ring huh. in a certain sense. You know, it's huh. like, um, like yeah. a certain statement of like, you know, this, a statement of commitment in a certain sense, like it's a statement of commitment to you know, a statement of commitment to, to Christ and, you know, what he's, what he's called, what he's called us to do. Um, so, you know, in that way, like, you know, you, you, I, you know, you relate to somebody different if he's wearing yes. a wedding ring, you oh, know, yes, definitely. I mean, yes, you yes. know, there's a certain, like, you know, a certain, at least in, in my mind, a certain like respect that, you yes. know, that I can, you know, that I have myself for a man who is wearing a wedding ring. Cause yeah. it shows me that he's a committed man, you know, yeah. that he is, you know, he's found someone who, you know, who, uh, you know, he's married and he's, he's taken care of and, uh-huh. uh, you know, loving. And so there's, there's kind of like a certain, you know, there's a certain respect, but there's also a certain evangelical quality to that ring as well. You know, like, yeah. Oh, well, tell me, yeah. Tell me how you met her, you know, tell yeah. me about this. Tell me about that. Yeah. So in the same way, like I, I think clerics are very similar. It's like, Oh, okay. This is a man who's made a commitment. True. And then it kind of opens the door to like wonder about, you know, why he made the commitment. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. I, I, I never, thought about it that way but yeah yeah that makes makes a lot of sense 
makes a lot of sense. Um, well, Stephen, that's about all I've I've got uh, for today here. I think we're right about uh, about time. I, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your uh, your busy day and sharing with us. Is, uh, before I uh, wrap things up, did I did I leave anything else on the table that you wanted to touch on? Or um? no, I don't think it's just been it's been a real joy to 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 you know have the opportunity to wear clerics and to witness publicly to it all. So it's and yeah. it's definitely been it's another thing. It's just been a process of you know kind of growing in comfortability yes. with it. Yes, because um, I, so I do remember like, the first time you went on the March for Life with because because Mom and I remember us talking to you and you just felt a little bit um, app- apprehensive, maybe for like yeah, a ap- apprehensive or yeah. yeah. There's I mean there's a I mean like I said earlier like it's kind of identity shifting you know yeah it's um it's it's definitely not a light step to uh, you no. know it's you know <laughs> putting yourself out publicly right so yeah um yeah no but it's it's certainly something that I've I've it's it's something that i've grown into and i I love doing it now it's just been such a blessing and there's been such a you know i've just seen so much fruit from it and i've just you know noticed a lot of peace come 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 with it with it so um so yeah i just i love it i think it's great fantastic well thank you for sharing Stephen. um so listeners uh as i always say remember there is no charge for father and dad but we do ask for one form of payment if you've liked what you've heard today please tell two friends thank you for listening down to earth from heaven, who is God and Lord of all, and his shelter was our stable, and his cradle was our stall, with a poor and Oh